Morning. It's always a pleasure to welcome Mario Canseco to the program. Mario has been surveying Canadians on how we've uh, adapted to metrification. It seems, well, kind of bizarre because the metrification process has been around since the 1970s. But as it turns out, it hasn't completely kicked in. Mario, good morning and welcome back. Good morning, Sterling. Great to be here with you. Well, it's good to have you with us. I'm going to date myself a little bit here, Mario, but when I first started on the radio back in Sudbury, Ontario, we were going, we were changing to metric. The politicians were unhappy. Uh, Some people in Ottawa were really upset about it, but nonetheless, off we went. And so I, in addition to learning how to be on the radio and press what button does what and all the rest of us, I was converting at the same time. We had to convert from Fahrenheit to Celsius and all of this on the fly. So uh, I've I've lived with this since I began the, this uh, particular choice of occupation, and yet when you ask me how tall I am, I'm six foot one half inch, and I weigh two hundred and fifteen pounds. So maybe it didn't kick in as successfully as they hoped it would. Well, I was really curious about this because uh, in my time in Canada, I've noticed a, a very deep generational divide when it comes to how we measure things. And you run into people uh, who are younger and are more likely to be using meters and centimeters, and you run into people who are a little bit older and are using feet and inches. And I was very curious to see whether this is something that happened all all across the country. And we noticed that uh, particularly the over 55 generation uh, is very set in their ways. They continue to use imperial measurements, even after a few decades of metrification in Canada. Indeed, and that comes down, I mean, something as simple as turning on the oven because we're going to bake a cake and we need 20 minutes at 350 and that's what people still set their ovens to or not all, all for certainly, but a lot of people still do, don't they? Well, it's really curious because we ask Canadians how they measure the temperature of two different places, Uh, their oven and the temperature outside of their home. Okay. The expectation was that we would be seeing Fahrenheit or Celsius chosen on both of these occasions, and it's really not the case. Right. When it comes to the oven, uh, more than half of Canadians, 59%, say they look at degrees Fahrenheit. Sure. It goes all the way up to 68% with the over 55s. But when it comes to the temperature outside of their home, only 23% of Canadians look at Fahrenheit, 77% looking at Celsius. So... There's really no coherence here because you look at Celsius for whatever is happening outside of your home, but you look at Fahrenheit for whatever is happening inside your oven. Well, and I know it's such a split thing. For example, on my way into work on Saturday mornings, I always pay attention to the gas prices coming along First Avenue off the freeway, and it's up this morning again. It's back up to 196.9 per liter. I have absolutely no idea how much that is per gallon. That hasn't occurred to me to try and do that equation or... or, uh, in, in years. So we, we selectively go for uh, our choices, metric versus imperial still, don't we? We still do. And this is one of the ones where Canadians tend to look at liters more than anything. When it comes to liquid, 84% of Canadians say I measure it in liters. Uh, but uh, there's 32% of Canadians over the age of 55 who are still looking at quarts and gallons. So again, the generational divide is there. Very few Canadians younger than 35, um, who are actually looking at quarts and gallons, but it's almost a third of those age 55 and over. So you are bound to have those conversations, those intergenerational conversations where somebody goes, well, I'm six feet one, and 
somebody who's younger and hasn't really made those measurements in a while is going to go, how much is that in meters and centimeters? That's right. Uh, well, I, I got my, I had my checkup last fall, and, uh, and before the doc comes in, the nurse comes by and says, stand on the thing, and I'm going to measure you and weigh you in. And and so, uh, and so she writes all of the information down in metric. I, I weigh X number of kilos, and I'm so many uh, meters tall. Uh, but then the doc comes in, <laughs> and I'm 6'1", and I weigh 215, and I'm in pretty good shape, blah, blah, blah. So it is, it's funny, doctors older than the nurse in this case, but I guess in terms of health requirements, those metric uh, calculations are what need to be in the file, right? Absolutely. I think that is part of the essence here. You know, we do have a situation where we adopted the international metric system. Uh, We know that the Americans didn't, and it's led to all sorts of confusions. You know, I, I meet people from the United States who look at the weather in Canada in centigrade, and they are appalled because they expect it to be significantly colder Right. because they are thinking about 24 degrees Fahrenheit and not 24 degrees Celsius. Um, but what's really fascinating to me is there's no appetite uh, for changing the way we do things. We have 56% of Canadians who say, I don't want to go back to the imperial system but on the six measurements that we asked them about, on three of those, we're still using the imperial system. So we may not have it officially, but we're still using it constantly. Well, I suppose, and you do note this in, in your observations at the end of the, the poll results, that it took us about 15 years. The metric thing started in the early 1970s, and, and it, it was declared to be completed in 1985 by someone. And, and clearly, it's still not a complete process. It's not. And what's really interesting here is the generation that has grown without the imperial measurements. Everybody in the country who's aged 18 to 34 was born after the notion of metrification was complete. And we still see some of those younger Canadians who are measuring things that way because of the way they measured it in their homes, because of the way their parents behaved. They're still looking at miles per hour, feet and inches, miles when it comes to the distance between two places. Not as much as the over 55s, but certainly at a level. Yeah, also, too, when you do your surveys and you do terrific homework, uh, you tend to find out where the political sentiments of people in your surveys lie. So here you are talking to Canadians about their affinity for metric, and I am assuming you asked them about their political affiliations as well. We sure did. And... There's a very interesting scenario here when it comes to conservatives. Uh, They're more likely to be measuring the distance between two places in miles, for instance, than what we see for liberals and NDP voters. Now, the temperature of the oven, if you're an NDP voter, you're more likely to be looking at Fahrenheit than Celsius. Mm -hmm. So there's really nothing here that is suggesting that one group is more likely to be measuring things differently from the other. It really comes down to how things were happening at home. If the first time you baked a cake, it was Fahrenheit, that's going to stay with you for the rest of your life. Especially if it worked out. Why mess with success? (laughs) Fascinating stuff. Uh, The poll is available at researchco.ca, measuring the integration of metrification across the country. Uh, 15 years it took officially and frankly it's still all over the map isn't it mario it still is i mean i'm really curious to see what happens in the next 10 years when we measure this again are we going to have the generation xers of today uh, be 55 and over and say i'm gonna stick with the imperial measurements even though it's been decades after metrification interesting stuff as always we appreciate your taking the time to share with us your findings as you take the pulse of canada we appreciate it mario thanks 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.